0: we're here at
1: uh let's go 10 oh one let's go we have
0: 45 minutes of pure gold to cover dude let's do it take us there hey
1: everyone welcome to the jesus way where i talk with brandon about the way of jesus hey buddy what's up man um last time we talked we talked about spiritual formation the spiritual disciplines um we kind of did like what is spiritual formation i think we kind of stepped back into like a big picture of Um, You know, spiritual formation is being formed by the Spirit of God inwardly into the likeness of Jesus through timeless disciplines and practices. That's kind of like the definition. I think of Galatians 4. I I think this is so important because Paul's goal in Galatians, he said to the church, was that Christ would be formed in you. So we're trying to think, what does it mean to be a follower of Jesus, the teachings of Jesus? And I think one of the goals is like, is Christ being formed in us more and more? And God has given us the discipline to do that. And so we talked last week, we kind of ended, I yeah, remember you gave me a charge, like, hey, what,
0: what's our homework? We talked yes. about reading Psalm 139, so how, how was that, dude? <laughs> I mean, I read that every day as a general rule, so it was good. Um, actually, I did not read it. Um, I, oh, you know why? Shame. Shame and guilt, yeah. and yeah, yeah. We missed a week, also. We did miss a week. It's been two it's weeks. It's been two weeks for us, yeah, it has yeah. been. So I read it for the first seven days and I haven't read it. No, <laughs> no I, I actually didn't do it, which, you know. Which is kind
1: of what I want to talk about, too. Yeah. Like, what happens when you don't do it? What if I
0: stumble?
1: <laughs> do you see talking I know that, but no one's going to know that. What, what if, if I fall? fall? Good song, actually. I, all right. Um, no, actually, that's really important because I think we're going to blow it. Like, when we talk about the disciplines, um, we talk, ab- when even when I say that phrase, it sounds weird. When we talk about doing everything Jesus has given us to, to build this inward life, right? Like, like how do we grow our faith? How do we grow our, our intimacy with the Lord? What is the the goal of this? And you could just say the goal is God. Mm-hmm. Like the goal is Him, to know Him, to be yeah. with Him, to walk with Him, intimacy. And how do we craft that? How do we grow in that? And obviously there are disciplines like prayer, fasting, scripture, meditation, mm-hmm. silence, solitude, like all those things we can and will cover in future weeks, um, but part of why we're doing this even right now is because we know everyone's gonna hit these moments where it's like, but I didn't, or mm-hmm. something threw me off track, or I yeah. traveled, or work was really busy.
0: I blame it on lack of accountability. I mean, <laughs> you never followed it up.
1: <laughs> it's true, it's my <laughs> fault.
0: It's only, it's my fault, bro. <laughs> Just, you know, you're, isn't that funny? It's so true, it's, we do, it's okay. my fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it, it is, I mean, yeah. It, it is kind of funny. Uh, how easy it is to you know what i didn't do i didn't write it down and i didn't um i basically didn't write it down like i didn't, I didn't put it like on a to-do to-do but, list and by
1: the way in some ways like who cares when when you because I'm when you ask me mm-hmm. um my heart was more of for us and for everyone it's like how do we prepare a heart for something like this because the whole point is If this just becomes another thing, if this Mm. just becomes like another duty, then we're missing the point. Yeah. So like in some ways, I I really don't care. I think we want to like follow up because we want to do. We do want to be accountable to each other in this. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like that. The whole point though is saying, um, and I think a big part of what I want to talk about, maybe I'll just say it now. But a big part of this is like, don't try to do the disciplines. It's like train in the disciplines. And there really is a difference. There's a perspective change that really does matter. When Paul in 1 Timothy 4 says, to Timothy says, train yourself up in godliness. That is freeing for me. Cause you know, if you grew up around sports or you're an athlete or something, whatever, it could be anything. Mm -hmm. If you had to train to do something, you knew it was like, like you might miss a day, you might wake up late, you might be sick. You know, like, okay, I messed up, I blew it. But that doesn't mean you just give up on the craft or the sport or that passion. So, but when I try to do something and I fail, part of me is like, I'm done. I tried, didn't work for me. And I think that it's not so much like trying these things, like, but train in these things. So how do you train? Like, it's almost like, okay, you missed the morning, but do you, does that mean you missed lunchtime or dinner? Like, do you miss prayer or reading scripture later in the day? Cause you missed the morning? Like, no, mm-hmm. like you just accept you missed the morning. We serve a loving, gracious God who knows that we're flesh, who knows that we're weak. Mm-hmm. And it's going to happen. So and I think it's a good, like, actually like, for us just kind of getting soul overview, it's kind of a good way to start the rest of this conversation. Like, know that this will happen. Mm-hmm. Like this will happen. And you can't beat yourself up or be like, um, that's it. I'm done. Because um, I also don't assume that means like you didn't read, you didn't pray, you didn't spend time or quality time with the Lord. Because that's, that's more of the goal than be like, you didn't right. read Psalm 139? Like that's not, yeah. that's right. ridiculous. Right. Right. So I mean, did you spend time with the Lord? I did. Okay. So yeah, there we go. Sweet time. Good. Beautiful time. Um, Yeah. I think the hope to me was to be like, okay, so we looked at last time how the Holy Spirit's involved and the grace of God is involved in shaping us and forming us. Mm -hmm. So we talk about work out your salvation with fear and trembling. It's God who works in you. And the idea is we looked at more like God working in us, but like how do we work out our own salvation? Mm -hmm. So for me, and I kind of reference this, but I do want to like get to this. It's the Sermon on the Mount. Mm -hmm. And the Sermon on the Mount, you know, Jesus is giving, you know, this, obviously it's like the most well-known, famous, message ever preached right like christian or not people quote from this all the time they mm-hmm. all know like matthew 7 1 like judge not lest you be judged like everyone knows something right. from this right but what he ends with is i'll read it matthew 7 24 everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock and the, when the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house uh, it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And when the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and begins that house and it fell, great was the fall of it." You know, that the idea of this is so profound, right? He's saying, obviously whoever hears these words and does them, like in the Greek, it's really interesting. It's like he who hears these and puts it into practice. Mm-hmm. So if you hear, he's like, if you hear me, put this into practice. Now, if you go back to the sermon, it was basically saying, hey, you you think you love? Let me show you what love is. You think you forgive? Let me show you what forgiveness is. You think hmm. you're generous? You're right. Let me show you how give in secret. Like he's basically saying the law, you you think you're doing it, but you're missing it. Hmm. But there's, notice what he was doing. Like we should love, we should forgive. We should, you know, love our enemies. We should pray, pray in secret. We should give, give in secret. Like there's all these disciplines he's actually giving. So I feel like the Sermon the Mount's a really good jumping board for like the rest of the next several weeks. Because if you, we could break down each and be like, look at the practice of giving, the practice of forgiving, you know, mm-hmm. the practice of genuine worship. Like there's so many things in Matthew chapter five, six, and seven that are actually like kind of linked to the disciplines, hmm. right? That's cool. I don't, know if, I don't know, not to like overly, so we don't need to complicate this. It's basically saying, how do we actually do what Jesus has told us to do, right? Like how do we actually put it into practice? Right. So, like I almost want to like kind of turn it to, I guess you what your thoughts are on this. Cause we live in a really weird moment where we have tons of information, right? Like that's like the, the problem probably in the moment we're in, mm-hmm. is we are like we're doing a podcast. Like we're adding maybe to some of the issue, which is a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Like there's countless amount of podcasts or teachings or random things. Yeah. And yet very little, maybe firsthand experience or firsthand application, or like, I don't know, like we can take it in like hours and hours of lectures and information or whatever, like people can listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And like that person spent like years working on that book mm-hmm. and we listened to it in like a few hour drive. Right. And it's crazy. We've taken this information, but then like how much of it was like got got ingrained into us? Like how much is like truly a part of us? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the idea of like spiritual formation or spiritual disciplines is like, how do we not just hear it? Like, but how does it get ingrained into us? Because hmm. this could be so dangerous. We're like, this is just another thing adding to the conversation.
0: Right. You know? Is it possible though to consume things that don't ingrain? Yeah, I think so. I mean, what do you think? What do you mean? I guess. Like I don't know. Like, do you think everything gets ingrained? You're saying. I'm saying, does doesn't everything in some way, for better or for worse, rub off on you?
1: I would say yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, it may, and I think maybe there's a difference. Yeah. It maybe it, maybe there's not a difference. I guess. Or you don't do you want to elaborate?
0: You, well, I, I don't know. I'm thinking like if you're if you are, for example reading scripture um, isn't that the way that you are transformed as your mind is renewed as you're washed in scripture or or what else is required for transformation
1: so i I mean that's a great example i think i think just like anything in life there's a way to do something and then there's a way to do something effectively Mm. so like yes i mean i remember i remember my i think it's like my seventh eighth ninth grade year Mm -hmm. i was like i haven't been eighth grade i'm like i'm gonna read through the bible that was like my goal
0: yeah and
1: like in my ninth grade year i because i remember it was really clear i got to like ezekiel and i'm like halfway through ezekiel and if someone's like, "Hey, what? Tell me anything you just read." Yeah, like my brain was completely absent. So like, I read, like I could not tell. And it's not even tell you. I don't know if it shaped. Maybe it shaped me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't. Know. But I remember that. Then there was a way where, like, I'm like, I want to. I don't want to just read. I want to read effectively. Mm-hmm. You know. So I mean, like, I'm sure it rubbed off on me in some ways, right?
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Though it is, it's kind of funny. Like the, the Orthodox Jewish community in Israel literally reads. I mean, some some of the Orthodox men are literally reading torah all day long Hmm. like seriously like every if they're like it's like in their pocket and they're like oh i I have 10 seconds of downtime Mm. read a couple verses push away oh i'm waiting in line as i'm ordering my food and i'm reading it again it's like it is a i've seen that too yeah it's crazy it's almost like ocd it's (laughs) almost ocd it's definitely um feverish and and fearish mm-hmm. it, it's definitely like a know yes can feel that it's very very legalistic and it's like it's also um you can feel like the social uh contagion mm-hmm. aspect of that where it's like oh you're not doing that but he like they're all like it's it's like keeping up with the joneses in the weirdest way possible sure. and you can feel like that uh psychological effect of like everyone's watching everyone and everyone's doing the right thing all the time and almost competitively being righteous in that way but to I guess agree with your point um you I don't know that it's really transformative
1: yeah and I, I don't you know it's hard to like when I look at that too I'm sure their perspective because you know when you when you go to Israel if you're like by the western wall reading wall and you go mm-hmm. into like they have that men's quarter right you mm-hmm. can like go in the side and mm-hmm. I mean they're you know reading praying and, and it's like, it's like a vigorous like they're reading with like insane yeah. passion yeah and there is a side of where I go, man. What's beautiful is like they're, in their mind. I think they're really being obedient. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm gonna hide God's word in my heart, so I'm gonna not sinning against Him. Mm-hmm. But again, the same issue is happening, which is like, but what's is the goal? Just memorization? Is the goal just to you know? I get it. Keep keep the like keep Torah on the front of my mind. Like keep it always before me. Mm-hmm. That's actually not that's good. Right. But like it's almost like Jesus. Like it's almost like even what Paul does in Galatians. Like, okay, what is the purpose of the law? and if you ask, it depends who you ask, right? But mm-hmm. I love Paul's answer. So what's the purpose of the law? He's like, it's a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to bring. So for someone say the purpose of the law, you know, they might have a feel. they might answer differently. So I say, what's the purpose of disciplines? I would say ultimately to bring us to Christ, like to, and I love what Paul says in Galatians again, like that Christ crisis formed in us. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, I guess I get I see that, but then it's like there's a way to do it. I think there's a way to do it with a different motive, a different goal. There's also a way to read and read it like effectively. Like I actually want to get something out of this, mm-hmm. versus just like I did do it. I did the discipline today. Look at I did it. That's pointless. Like okay. it's like,
0: right? Yeah. What's your take on? Because now you're making me think about what what you just said. Like, what's your take on? Does the law lead us to Christ as we fail it? as we fail to keep it or as we keep it or both. And I'm curious your thoughts on that. And how would you tie that into spiritual disciplines? Cause I feel like the law, at least in one sense, leads you to Christ in that you you fail to keep it. Absolutely. But at the same time, it is God's way. I mean, mm-hmm. it is, it's not a trick. It's actually righteous living. It's actually a prescription for from God for humans how we should live mm-hmm. um so what's your take on that in terms of and also feel free to tie it into the spiritual this sure, yeah. as well but it's it's something that i think is an interesting like correlation yeah like when you say the law leads you leads us to christ mm-hmm. what do you
1: mean by that i mean i would say like what paul says in romans like he would not know he was covetous if it wasn't for the law mm-hmm. the law exposed his sin Mm-hmm. The law reveals, oh my goodness, I, am so, I could never do this. I break one, I break them all. Mm-hmm. I am so guilty. Who will deliver me? You know, it's. It, it, you could make it a goal, mm-hmm. but so the law has no power to save, right? Mm-hmm. The law reveals the necessity of being saved. Mm-hmm. And I think that's even what we've missed today in a lot of ways, which is no one thinks they're messed up anymore. Like, no one thinks they're bad. <laughs> no mm-hmm. one thinks that... Like, I, woe is me. Like, I am so far from God. I'm hmm. so broken. I'm so wicked. Everyone's like, no, like, I'm pretty, like, my life's still, what I'm doing. Like, you know, so the law is so necessary, I think, in that way of, like, and Paul in Romans 1, 2, and 3 is basically saying, look, Jews are guilty of breaking the law. Gentiles are breaking. Everyone has broken the law. Your, your own conscience, your, your mind, everything has, like, broke. And then it's like, it's creating this longing for salvation. Well, who will save me? Like who will deliver me from this body of death? Mm -hmm. And I think like that's Paul's conclusion. And like at the end of Romans seven, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And then Romans eight talks about the spirit, no condemnation in Christ. So Mm -hmm. I guess the correlation to me, and it's hard, I don't know if there really is too much. I think like, yes, it's also God's standard of living. It's good. It'll give you like a a blessed life, like a prosperous life, like a, you know, kind of what Proverbs talks about. Mm it will give you that good life. Um, cause there is something about like, Hey, if you do it, you're going to, you know, but you could also, and we've seen people do it though. And also be miserable in it. Mm-hmm. We see people do the word of God, and it's not, it's not honey to them. It's not joy to them. It's like what David, what, what the word of God was to David mm-hmm. was so different than what we saw. What it was to the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. It was like honey to his lips. You know, it was just so, it was like sweeter than gold or whatever. It's like, it's like so beautiful and valuable to him. And I think that's what we would try to aim for. Like, I want to, how do we love the word like David and not love the word like a scribe? Or a Pharisee, right? I think that's what we're trying to aim for in it, in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I was really challenged by like this thought a couple years ago, be, being that like I think when we're younger in our faith, it's almost like how do I make sure I go to heaven when I'm dying? Like mm-hmm. I think that question that's like you just I, I just don't want to go to hell, and maybe like that was such like a young naive like how do I know? I just want to if I can get this right, I'm good. I've that's even so common though. I mean, it's it, so common. I've seen yeah.
0: No, I, I want to hear the rest of your. I'm, I'm just agreeing with that. I, I, li- I literally feel like that's one of the biggest um, causal factors of deconversion or mm-hmm. of becoming people becoming like progressive Christians or kind of reforming Christianity into some other image. Is that in a certain point in evangelical recent history, the main driver for salvation was the threat of hell? And I don't see that in the book of Acts once. Mm. I do not see that presented one single time. Not to say that we avoid the topic altogether, but I don't believe that fear should be the primary reason to convince people to follow God.
1: I mean, yes, I think it is the kindness and goodness of God that leads us to repentance, like Romans 2. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, there's that side where I see in, in Acts, I do like, listen, that Philippian jailer who's like, what must I do to be saved? Like that mm-hmm. is... So, that's also probably not just seek from hell, but like to have what you have, like to have this life, the prison doors are open, like what must I do to have this life? Mm-hmm. But I do, and I Jude does talk about some you say with fear, because I don't want to go to the extreme where like we don't talk about hell or eternal punishment, because in reality, Jude, in like a couple last verses of Jude, he's like, and some you say by fear, literally pulling them out of the fires of hell, mm-hmm. right? But I, I fully agree with what you're saying, which is that cannot, our primary, what, it, what leads people to repentance and grace, like what leads people to Jesus. Yeah. And so, yeah, is,
0: I'm just saying it's been it, it's I, I think that it's been slanted. Like I think mm. there's been an overemphasis now. To
1: Over correction too,
0: a, in what way? Oh, so, in an avoidance of hell, you mean? So no. like
1: 20 years ago is like all I was like what must I do you know to to go to heaven not go to hell? Yeah, and now maybe there's like this I don't know. But sorry, go ahead complete that
0: thought. It's possible. Uh, it, it is possible. My, my my thought was more of like a a bunch of people were not. They, they did they never really understood the the goodness mm-hmm. and and majesty and and love of God um, and were drawn to him as the object of worship that they wanted to be with they desired to um, follow they they were willing to lay down their not only their sin but their life at his feet based on the being compelled by the beauty uh, and the forgiveness of, of jesus it wasn't that it was you know my parents are telling me that i'm going to burn in hell that sounds very scary mm-hmm. and this is the way that i avoid god's wrath
1: mm. i think that's right I, th- I think that we've seen too much of that i think i you know in some ways i experienced that I gotta be careful too. It's hard because you're when you're trying to teach black and white in some ways, like mm-hmm. this is good, this is bad. You know, you kind of go with that framework. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think in some ways it's really helpful. <clears throat> but I think at the same time, what I wanted to even get to is like, that was maybe an old concern, like mm-hmm. how do I make sure I'm in heaven when I die? Or how do I just make sure I'm not? There? And I think what we're talking about spiritual formation or these disciplines is like, how am I more fully aware of God, of his presence, of bringing him with me like, of, of like I wherever I go, I am that ambassador. Like I, ha, like I don't, I have this internal temple. The Holy Spirit lives and dwells in me. And so how do I grow that? You know, how do I, I don't know. How do I just know he's with me? How do I walk with him? How do I under intense moments call upon him who lives and dwells and fills our, our every member? Like, do we believe that? And if so, like I can't have patience in this crazy moment. I can't have a sense of calmness as I respond to something or... You know, I can't show love at a difficult moment. Like, I think there's just like, we can call upon him because he's in us and joining us. Um, mm-hmm. And I think how do we go from this old concern of like, how do I just get out of hell to how do I walk with him? And he's with me and I enjoy him. Like, I actually enjoy him. I actually want to be with him.
0: That's what I think is the secret sauce of, cause, cause, and that's what I was trying to get at earlier yeah. in terms of like, without that, I don't see that big of a difference between the spiritual disciplines and the and keeping Torah. Mm-hmm. It's like... You're thinking this, yeah. It's like a, a little bit different structure to it or a little bit different emphasis here and there, but actually a ton of overlap. And if you're doing it with the same attitude, it might also be a schoolmaster showing you how you fail. Yes. And showing you your need. But like, so, I mean, I know it this... It can be that, this right? One, this episode is on the doing of it. <laughs> and I still find myself just like wanting to make sure that myself and any listener isn't doing it like Orthodox Jewish people keep Torah feverishly with fear. Yes. Um, with- You're spot on. I mean, and this will be, I, th- I
1: think something we'll talk about next week and the week after the week after like, yeah. cause we don't, we're not going to graduate that temptation to go back to that. Mm-hmm. So, and also there's a side where I, I, I do want to get to like, how do we practice this? Like mm-hmm. how how do we do that? Because we could get stuck in that for like ever. And we probably will, our heart you know, it's almost again, you know, this fits so well with Galatians, right? I don't know why it just does. But Paul's like, that which began in the spirit, you're trying to make perfect in the flesh. Like who's yeah. put a spell on you? who's bewitched you? Like this began in the spirit. Now that's the danger of spiritual disciplines or formation, like when we talk about this, it's like, you're trying to make it perfect in the flesh. Mm-hmm. And I'd argue no, but the disciplines or formations, like you're trying to hand in hand with the Holy Spirit, like I invite you in. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I said read Psalm 139, but the idea was like, I'm inviting you in, search me, know me. I wanna join you in this process. I wanna give you room and space to clean house, to bring, you know, to kind of get rid of old idols and, and bring you into the center. Um, so you're absolutely right, it can be that, but I, I do think if we can realize like we get to join God in, in this work of have Christ being formed in us. Um, like we get to give him space and time to to do that. Um, so I almost like like this too. Um, so when we talk about Jesus, I think that we there's like we we recognize Jesus, his death and his resurrection is what makes us po- it possible for us to enter into the kingdom of God. It's what saved, like who he is, what he's done, his death, his resurrection. Mm-hmm. He's our savior. And then there's a side where Jesus is not just savior, but he's teacher. Mm-hmm. And it's his example and his teachings that show us now how to live in that kingdom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like he saves, he saves we're now part of this new kingdom, the kingdom of God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's like, okay, so great, he's savior. Mm-hmm. But also the teachings of Jesus are so valid. It's like, well, how do you live right. in this king? The kingdom of God is here, it's near. And so I think even the Sermon on the Mount, when, it, when you do like go kind of look at it, you're like, wow, there's there's this way to live into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. It looks really similar to those who pray, to those who give, yeah, to those who do all these things. But obviously he's out he's the heart idols throughout it. So I think you're spot on to like bringing this up. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, is that not what he's doing? When he's like comparing, he's like, yes, you know, love. Yes, praying. Yes, like he's saying that like, yeah. you've done it this way. But I say to you, like, do it this way. So I think there's a approach. Hopefully, we can kind of take in that. I guess. I
0: think that's. I think that's fantastic. I, I think. I guess this is one question I have that maybe other people listening also have that I think is worth ta- like digging into a little bit on this is um, like kind of kind of going back to what you were saying about about like reading the Bible, but don't just read the Bible. Like read it like a different way, or like read it the right way, like. I think sometimes if you hear that, it's like, oh, so now I have to like do various things, but like with the right, you know what I'm saying? Don't do acts of service, do acts of service the right way. Like the the secret sauce isn't implicit within the action. There's a way, and I do think that's totally true. I think that there is a good and bad, or or not good and bad, but a effective and ineffective way to do basically anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, same thing, if you go to the gym, without touching the weight, you're not gonna get strong Yeah, or, or you know what I mean? Or if you
1: have bad form versus good form. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Those, yeah. Those,
0: th- those things matter. But I also think that like the more like specific and like particular, it's like, it, it feels like it's just getting more and more narrow. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of people feel like choked out with that like read mm-hmm. the Bible, the right a very certain way. And like, mm-hmm. here's like, you know, sort of like a ritual that will lead you into reading <laughs> the Bible, like a certain way. And, yeah, like, yeah. It just, it feels heavier and heavier. And yeah, yes, Well, first that, then I have
1: another question. No, I, I want to hear that one too. I, okay, well, this is gonna be excited, right? Like this is what I get excited about. Cause I, I would say this way, if you're reading and praying and fasting, or, if you're doing these things and you're enjoying the Lord and growing your faith, just keep doing those things, mm-hmm. you know? But I'd say like, the majority of the people we talk to, it's like, i tried reading the Bible. I've mm-hmm. tried praying. I'm getting nothing out of it. and we're, And we're saying, okay, like have you had anyone maybe walk with you, show you, be patient? Have you tried it over and over? Like in a disciplined way, but also with some nuances. Like, because I think that's when, it, okay, when a personal trainer comes in, like your example, mm-hmm. there is definitely like, oh no, have you tried actually not, it's not about the explosion, the concentric motion, concentric motion, but it's about like the eccentric motion. Mm-hmm. It's about not like pushing. Guy knows his
0: stuff about I don't know. I'm just trying to think like, but you know, how, like <laughs> instead
1: of like, true. some people like want to, um, it's all about maybe, uh, this on the squat, it's about me exploding up. Actually, what if you went really slow down? And it yeah. like and if you go slower down, maybe you're building the muscle in a different way. Yeah. But the point of that is like time I'm, under tension. Yeah. But the, yeah, and the point, right, is like a trainer, I wouldn't know that if a trainer doesn't come to you and say, now or like isolation, now hold it, hold it, hold it. Don't go up, don't go up, hold it. And now go up. Right. And there's mm-hmm. there there's the point. It's like, yes, you can read, you can pray, but you can also say, Hey, can I like help you do and that's what we I think we want to do throughout the weeks is like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm glad, like I'm glad you're reading, or I'm glad you're praying, or I'm glad you're doing these different disciplines can I help you with some nuances that might make it more effective? So, and listen, if you're, if you're getting a lot out of it and you're like, I'm growing in my faith, I, I don't want to get in the way. And like, let me make it trickier. Like, no, that's not the point. Yeah. But the point's like, how do we actually like a trainer would to someone? So that kind of goes back to, I think what Paul said uh, to the Corinthians. He's like, though you have 10,000 instructors, you don't have many fathers. Mm-hmm. And I think like the difference is like, we have 10,000 million, <laughs> you know, podcasts mm-hmm. and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, And our hope is going, okay, how do we, I'm not saying that worry for me, fathers, because that's also kind of arrogant. It's crazy what mm-hmm. I think about, but like, but the idea is like, how do we offer something more than just instruction? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a side of it where like, you know, you need someone to show you. So if, even if we read a text together, and we try to do some of these things as weeks go on, mm-hmm. like let's let's like let's just try. It. If, if it doesn't go right or fail, the point is like, how do we try to like show like, hey, here's some things I've had to learn over the years to like slow down to take it in. Um, because listen, I also can read, I I can read really quickly. And close my Bible and say I'm done for the day. And you know I'm glad I did something. I'm sure that did do something. I'm sure that helped my brain in some ways. Um, and sometimes I just need to be committed to that process. But in other ways too, I need to like I need I need to be committed to that so that I can give those nuances of like, okay, I'm gonna take a deep breath. I'm gonna slow down. I'm actually gonna read and say like I'm gonna, I'm gonna read and stop and pause. And I'm gonna I'm gonna talk this verse over to God. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna before I keep reading, I'm gonna say, do I really understand what's going on? If I see the context, do I understand what the Holy Spirit's saying to me right now in this moment? Mm -hmm. Am I taking it in in that way? So I'm I'm trying to get the, you know, the bigger picture of the context of scriptures, but also know it's living and powerful and God wants to speak to me now. You know, rather than I could just read a chapter and be like, I read a chapter this morning, you know, I'm done. I think we're trying to say, how can we help maybe make it more effective in that way?
0: I think that's great. I I think, I honestly feel like John 15 is... Hmm. Is, is I think like something is like a lens that this m- has to be looked at through Absolutely. In, my, in my opinion. Because Can you explain
1: that? Why John 15? Like for those who are like,
0: why does it have to be the lens? Um, it, It's just that idea of like, and tell me if you agree with this, but it is not possible to do these things in a way that's effective. And in fact, there's so much like religious activity in the world mm. not even non-christian meaningless religious activity and i even think that there's a lot of like you're saying just kind of like people going through the motions of like oh i feel like i should do that i should go to church i should i should read my bible mm-hmm. i should i should pray and like it's it's not really like it's not really that restful i i've certainly been through seasons of my life where i'm like i'm, I'm not it, it's not really um enjoyable Enjoyable or fruitful Mm -hmm. or meaningful or real basically, because I'm focusing on this thing that I feel like I'm supposed to do Mm -hmm. rather than the, I guess what, I guess what I'm saying is that the one thing that really matters is connect, connecting to God Mm -hmm. and, 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 and um, abiding In God and then and only then turn to fill in the blank if that makes sense I don't know if that so I'm gonna read my Bible okay like I think this is what you're saying Mm -hmm. but you know God apart from you I can do nothing Mm -hmm. through you I can do all things you are the vine I am the branch you have all the life and the nutrients that I need to do anything so before I take a single step towards any anything, any act, any spiritual activity, any spiritual discipline, any of these things that I'm not saying are bad things, um, I, I guess, and maybe maybe we're saying the same thing, but just are like are like are we together, God? Or are you are you with me? Like, will you guide me through this? But that's
1: that's that's it.
0: You're do- I mean, I agree <laughs> with you. No, but I agree with you, and I think that's discipline. Yeah. So, meaning, it, okay, there,
1: there's something about it's like this the eli advice to samuel Mm -hmm. he's like hey did you call me you know samuel goes eli did you call me he's like after like a few times he goes hey next time just say speak lord for your servants listening like Mm -hmm. that is such a helpful phrase before you read the bible Mm -hmm. right it's just such a i I, almost like where i have to make like almost religious Mm -hmm. i don't always do that but there's a side of that that verse kind of runs in my mind a lot where it's like okay speak god like i'm gonna listen like, mm-hmm. and i wanna like and you're like telling like you're you're that that soul talk like i need to listen right now I'm, mm-hmm. my ears are open and i really hope they are and i really want them to be and it's just like posture in your heart to make it more than you just wake up and you're really tired and you have one eye open and there's like crust in your eye and you're just like reading just like Ugh, i did it yeah you know and i think that's what we're saying so i agree with you like yeah th- There, so there's a way to do it
0: and but so, but, i guess i guess all that i i guess I guess we probably are saying the same thing. Yeah. Like, let me tell a really quick like story from my life to, mm-hmm. to try to highlight the point that I'm trying to make. I, I basically read the Bible. I mean, I, I took Bible classes in high school, mm-hmm. kind of studied the things, read the things. My heart was really not really there, but it wasn't like I was rebellious rebellion to it. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like math, Bible class, science. <laughs> like yes. it was, it was a thing. Um, and then coming and then coming into college i really um and i've told some of this before but just i guess i'll be quick about it but really doubted a lot of things doubted the goodness of god what the heck am i doing why am i going through all these like why am i doing all these things what do i really believe Mm -hmm. let me kind of put everything on the table that my parents taught me and actually come to grips with where is god at in my life and do i believe these things that i Mm -hmm. have been presented for 20 years Mm -hmm. where am i at and I went through a year of recapitulating a lot of things like I said putting everything on the table and um somewhere along the way god himself just fully broke through to mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and i basically took like a semester ish where i needed to step away from some of the like the things that i was so used to doing robotically and instead i i remember just like really really enjoying being with god um uh, alone when like waiting for my roommates to leave and literally just laying on my back on the on the couch and like putting on some very soft worship music Mm -hmm. and just beginning to like set my thoughts towards god Mm -hmm. and just fellowship and just begin to basically just invite the holy spirit like like and, and then just becoming aware of the presence mm-hmm, of God, and being mm-hmm. like, oh my word, this is a, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is this is insane. Like I'm seeing color again, mm-hmm. and like like um, just just realizing like that that the the truest that the realest thing in the entire world is is God. Like He is literally the author of reality. And when we fellowship with God with the Spirit of Christ, I'm not, I'm not saying something Eastern like just meditating. I'm saying. Like when we when we fellowship with the Spirit of Christ and we know that He's with us and we feel His His love shining on us and we and He's able to break things off of us through meditation and like we're able to see ourselves through His eyes, all, all of these things. It's like all of the sudden, I'm so hungry and I'm so thirsty to get into your word hmm. and to learn more about you at least that was my experience and Absolutely. i'm not i'm not even saying that prescriptively no. but like my desires are being formed and shaped and like i am suddenly longing like i'm i am longing to um to spend more time with god in and, and that moment i'm like mm-hmm. I like it's like it's like i'm it's like i i mean we've kind of said this before but i i don't actually have an appetite for spiritual things. I come to God and he is giving me an appetite for himself. And all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, I want to, I want to go downtown and minister to these homeless people and see if I can break somebody out of darkness. All of a sudden I want to do that. All Mm -hmm. of a sudden I want to go preach the gospel to these random people Mm -hmm. on campus. All of a sudden I want to go to church on Friday nights and do a three hour long worship Mm -hmm. service instead of doing whatever else I could be doing on Friday nights. And I did that for three years and it was amazing. Like all of a sudden there's all these things that I have where I'm able to be totally authentic and probably like begin doing the spiritual disciplines. But, and again, we're probably saying the same thing. But John 15 to me is maybe the most significant absolutely. chapter for me that, that That's God all has spoken spoke yes. to me. And it's all about this. And it's, I am the true vine, you know, uh, and you are abide, the branches. Yes,
1: abide in me. And abide in me. And apart from me, you can do nothing. I mean, and but you're absolutely, and even that, dis, what you described, like in your journey of that, like, I mean, I would say very similarly, I like I said, my freshman year d- read through Ezekiel and like got nothing, mm-hmm. and it probably wasn't until like my junior year when first of all, for me, is like the, the gospel so captivated me when I was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I always knew Jesus died for my sins to mm-hmm. some to some level, but I don't, I don't think I understood how sinful I was. I don't think I understood the sacrifice He made. I don't think, and that's, I mean, our church is called the exchange for this, but I don't think I understood the exchange that took place. Like, wow, like I'm not just forgiven, but his righteousness is placed on me. Hmm. Like that was really mind blowing to me. Cause I'm like, I always feel like I went back to like zero or like I'd sin and i have to like get, work my way to zero. And like, I didn't realize I had this like wealth in Christ. Hmm. And I feel like the gospel became so beautiful to me, which is so cool. And then like what you're describing of like, dude, I started at 18 going to like men's Bible studies. Literally everyone's 55 and older and I'm 18. And it, it was like, not weird. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I wanted it like it wasn't like my parents you need to go to men's bottles i don't know like i couldn't get enough yeah you know and serving in convalescent homes like there there was side of it because like i just i wanted it and what i guess the thing is like it's like when you're first dating in some ways and you fall in love yeah there's that similarity of like i just love you all I want to do is spend time with you yeah now how do you stay married 40 50 years like I think that's what I'm trying to talk about in some ways. Okay, okay. Right, so like how do we, so look at the, I guess like, here's my idea. You, before, you know, we now we have three kids, but we just did date night whenever. Like, yeah, I guess we'll do date night tonight because it's just us two. Like, it's just so easy. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I have to like text you like, will you please come over? Please come over on Friday. Yeah. I'm begging you to watch all three kids, or right? I'm begging you to watch these kids. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife and I can and like. My point is, because it's on the calendar, a week out, a month out, whatever it is, does that make it less romantic?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No. In some ways, you could argue it makes it more romantic. Yeah. We had a fight for that time. Yeah. We had to say we're putting this on the calendar. Like, but it happened so organically before, and it was so natural, and like I loved it. We just loved each other, and now it's like I'm sorry, like it's weird. Over time, romance is scheduled. Like romance is like has to be on the calendar. Like, okay, we're gonna have a date night.
0: Yeah. And
1: I, I guess my point is like, as you live the Christian life, as things come up. I get it. Like, and listen, does that mean there's not love there? But like, no, actually, there's like a, a more refined love. It's like I love you through the will as well, like cov- the covenant, like the the emotional dopamine thing wore off in that early few years. Like, that's why you're. T- when people say I "fell out of love," I'm like, well, you never really had love because mm-hmm. love was so much more than this emotional crazy feeling. It's this mm-hmm. commitment to each other. Yeah. So I, I view like sometimes the disciplines as like carving out that space. To be like, okay, God, I want to create time where we can have that again. You know, like where like, it's different. Maybe life is different, schedules different. Or I read this book of the Bible before and I'm reading it again and I, mm. I don't need to do that. It's like, mm. no, like I need to like carve this out. And like, it's not less romantic because it's carved out.
0: That's so, a, that's a great analogy. I think that's really helping me understand the, I guess, <laughs> person that you have in mind as, as we begin to unfold this conversation. And I think that that's really helpful because I think in some ways, in, in my mind, I'm like, I, I kind of have a baseline assumption of, I don't like, and, and this could be right or wrong, but like, I think there's a lot of people who maybe are in that place of, they haven't really had that. I know what you mean. That like.
1: Origin story of. Yes. you You first got, yes.
0: And I think if you, if you, if you miss that, you've missed everything. Yes. In, in my. No doubt. In my there's opinion. no doubt. And, and so that, that is, I guess my big hesitancy sure. with this is like, yes like you have to in order to be a good husband you have to plan out a date night which by the way i need to get better at that <laughs> yeah um but in order to be a husband at all you have to fall in love mm-hmm. and you have to then get married yes and, and, and all these things so and i, I don't want
1: to so just, i agree with you i don't think we're disagreeing like i agree no, with I what you're i saying. don't think we're disagreeing I, it, I think
0: i just realized though you, you have in your mind a more like seasoned or Yes. Or and a mature believer. Yes.
1: And I think that, you know, if you miss this, go back and listen to Dylan's testimony and the guy who made him practice getting on the ground, praying to the floor and praying to the ceiling. Yeah. And here's the thing he was dry bones, is dead, is empty. Yeah. But when he did get born again, like when he did get saved, when he was born again, mm-hmm. it's like the spirit took those wax on wax off things and like filled it with life. Yeah. And I guess my thing is like, Listen, I hope everyone has what we described, like that eureka moment, that like origin story of love and like you and God connecting. I just can't wait. I want to, it used to be, I have to, know. I want to. I I want that. Mm -hmm. But it is crazy how sometimes God does also move in the, like, I'm just gonna give you space you okay. know and i, I don't know I, sometimes i view it like this like i wanted to shoot you know steph what steph curry wasn't around when i was a kid like for instance <laughs> i'm so old mm-hmm. i guess but it was like for me it was like michael jordan and then i guess kobe in some ways but my thought was like i just wanted to i just wanted to shoot well yeah and i had i had dude i, I was a weirdo i had like three different tra- trainers like i had a dribbling coach i had an all-around coach and i had about ba- had a shooting coach like, mm-hmm. I was, like i was obsessed with basketball mm-hmm. and um my shooting coach just had me work my form and i you know for me i'm like i just want to shoot like I just want to shoot like these guys. It's like, just, I had to do the same thing over and over. I mean, I took, honestly, I probably took my life. I feel, I feel like hundreds of thousands of shots, like it, ridiculous, like yeah. eight hours a day. like think that kind of thing. Yeah. So many shots. And then one day, like, it's weird. Your brain like starts to like, everything starts to come together. We're like, before it was like, I'm just doing the same mechanics literally over and over again. And then one day it's like the hoop just looked massive to me, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'm like, oh my gosh, the circle became massive. And I, the arc of the ball, the timing, my footwork. My shoulders being squared, everything came together Mm -hmm. where I'm like, whoa, now I'm like, it was just, I could do it. I could connect. And I think what's cool about the disciplines in some ways, like, listen, there might not be that, you know, zeal or excitement right away, but you keep, I keep doing it. And then when you find like, oh my gosh, I'm actually connecting with the the Lord. And I can do that even in like maybe three minutes. I'm not saying it's always this way with me. Mm -hmm. I'm saying I'm still working on this discipline. Like I'm still newbie, Mm -hmm. but I'm starting to like, you know, get my reps in. But the point is when like you do that, then you go, wow, things are starting to click. Like maybe I needed an hour and a half to slow down. If, like, now I can just like, act, like God's living and joining in us and we can access him yeah. and access this like, th- this power from on high. I mean, it's I a guess.
0: great analogy. I, I definitely think that sports and exercise <laughs> is is seriously, a, is uh, incredibly helpful to consider with this because we all, we all I mean, I shouldn't say we all, we all at least want to, we all, we all at least understand the value of exercise. We might not actually do it, but no, you don't have to convince anyone about the value of training yeah. your body. Um, and yet we don't really think about the spiritual realm in that same way. We don't really think about like practicing, um, repetitive, like things yes. that you do that make you stronger, faster you know able to um leave tall buildings in a single bound in this in the spirit and it is an it is an interesting thing so I, I think that that is a that is something i will remember and be able to kind of yeah kind of have as a reference point it's like you. you know you like yeah if you you gotta put in some uh yes train some type some sort of training so that's, that's helpful
1: I, I do agree i think they say like the hardest the hardest part sometimes is just showing up and i'd say like spiritually speaking that's probably the same thing Like you might not feel like going to small group and being in community, but the the hardest thing is just showing up. Mm -hmm. How many times have I felt that way where I'm like, I don't wanna go, I'm so tired, I'm so exhausted. But then I go and I'm like, I'm really glad I went. Mm. Either I benefited or I was able to like help be with someone, you know, like there's this mutual exchange going on, or it could be that way on Sunday for church or just your morning devotion. It's like, it is so similar. And I think that's why Paul says like he, and he does, how many times does Paul use kind of like athletic terminology to describe the spiritual life? And that's kind of what I'm getting at. like, so it's, it's almost saying I just show up and listen, the, the point to me even is it's not like, I truly mean this. If you got five minutes of time that you didn't have before, like celebrate that, mm-hmm. you know, like just go, okay. Like maybe it's not what you, cause sometimes people try to do like 45 minutes and then they get discouraged. Oh, I didn't do, four, or, you know, it's like, that's why I'd say maybe start small. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I can celebrate that. Like, thank you, Lord. Or even on your lunch break, I'm gonna do five more minutes of my lunch break. i just, just pray for five minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's something about that giving space. So I know we don't have a ton of time <laughs> left, mm-hmm. but um, I guess what I wanted to get to, I think it was, um, dude, who wrote, was it James Clear who wrote Atomic Habits? It's, I have no I
0: th- idea, I think. Okay, okay. But I know that book. I, I know, I was like
1: listening to that book this year and I, I wrote it down because it's a helpful thing. And I feel like it's like a scriptural thing he said, because mm-hmm. um, people are like, okay, well, how do we do this? Mm-hmm. So like before we, we're going to talk about the, the each one, but like, how do we do this? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of what we're doing right now is talking about our perspective. Like our perspective has to shift a little bit for us to like enter into the right mindset. Mm-hmm. That's why we're spending so much time. But he said something about like the atomic habits thing or whatever. He says, um, our identity shapes our practices. And so the idea is like he gave an example of someone who said, um, someone who's like smoking, right? And they're trying to stop. And they say, Hey, are you a smoker? And, like in his example, like, I'm trying to quit. And like usually those people who said, I'm trying to quit, like never quit. Mm. That cause they didn't, I, they didn't say no. They said, like, are you a smoker? They just you just say, No, I'm not. Like they just like, I'm trying to quit. The idea was like those who said, no, I'm not a smoker. Like that's my my identify, I'm not a smoker. Like they were actually more inclined to not smoke. And so the idea was like our identity shapes our practices. I think that's why there's like this cultural battle for people's identity to like a crazy extreme. That's like another conversation probably. Mm -hmm. But I think that's why when we go, no, like, so if I was like, I'm a follower of Jesus, right? And I follow the teachings of Jesus. So someone's like, are you a Christian? And you said, I'm trying like, no. That does not work. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, you are, you are not. Right. So this idea to me, like, how do we do this? I would say, like, make, like, have your identity be like, I'm in Christ. I'm a disciple. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a learner. I'm a follower. That's what you. So, like, follow. And we have to follow what his teachings, mm-hmm. the, what he showed us, what he did, his example, his teach. So let's do that. What did he teach us? How do we love our enemies? How do we forgive? How do we pray? How do we serve? You know, all these things. Mm-hmm. And that's what the disciplines are, kind of are in that way. So it's like just that's what you are. Like have that identity of, of um don't think like I'm trying the disciplines or I'm trying spiritual formation or I'm trying to be more like Jesus or I'm trying to have Christ formed in me. You know, it's like that's why I think Paul uses so many, so much language around identity. Like whether you are a new creation, you're a holy priest, you know, you're seated in the heavenly places. Like it's like it's like that's where you are. That is who you are. Mm-hmm. Um so that's the first thing I'd say. And just two quick things. Mm-hmm. This was huge for me. Um, the second thing is stop focusing on your sin and focus on your savior. So not I don't want to be like super cliche at that, but that has been very profound. When I always sinned, and messed up, and I'm like, I can't stop, I can't stop, I can't stop, I can't stop. And it was so frustrating on sin, I can't stop, I can like, but when you bring Christ, like I want to focus on you, who are you, Jesus? You're beautiful, like look what you did. Like when I, when I when you read through the gospels and you're like, Oh, I can't believe what he did for me, how he loved me, even when I was at my worst, even when I gave God the middle finger and said, I don't want to do this. He still loved me. Like when I really embrace, hmm. when I really focus on him and not all my failings, when I focus on my failures, I keep like keep hitting it. Like whatever you look at, you're gonna hit. Mm-hmm. That's just the idea, right? Yeah. So if I'm looking at my sins, I'm gonna hit that and probably repeat that. Right. So if I'm looking at my savior, I'm gonna hit that, repeat that. And my last thought was um, uh, how do we do this? Just learn from Jesus. Like my conclusion would be like Matthew 11, 28, or is it? Come to me, all those who are weary and heavy laden, I, I will give you rest. Come learn of me. So like the the this like this idea is like learn of me like learn of Jesus because my burden is easy my yoke is light so I would say like you know give your burden to him take his learn of him why was his, so study him get to know him mm-hmm. one of the best advice I ever got was always be in a gospel like always be reading through a gospel mm-hmm. like learn of him so I guess there's sort of a okay. quick things of like before we enter into this you, your perspective your identity that will shape your practices more than you realize you know don't don't try train. Um, stop fo- you're going to hit what you aim for so mm-hmm. stop focusing on your sin and like all the mistakes you've made and how you've blown it focus on your savior and just learn from Jesus sorry to kind of do that quickly that's no, good <laughs>